as if headline news, dialogues on dictators, and history lessons on Scotland weren't enough, here's a quick soundbite from Jack hinting at other quality content to come. I want you to know that I did not find that prompt and think of smelling like other people's farts beforehand. That was very much in the moment. I'm very proud of myself for that, and I don't want that to be overlooked. That and more on another euphoric episode of This Week on Earth. Let's start things off with a snapshot of the world. It's the news this week on Earth. Up first, the headlines. And we'll lead off with news from Arkansas, where a 79-year-old man has pleaded guilty to putting dead animals on his late neighbor's grave while disguised in a woman's wig. While locals were concerned about the bizarre ritual, sex activists in the area are suspicious the plea was coerced and encouraged the man to embrace his cross-dressing dead animal graveyard fetish. In international news, the coolest teen in the world from Manchester, United Kingdom, swallowed 54 magnets in an attempt to become magnetic. After undergoing a risky, life-saving surgery, doctors said, thank fuck we didn't give him an MRI. A recent report from Forbes states that PlayStation 5 scalpers have become dissatisfied with their negative public image. Scalpers claim they are performing a valuable role as a middleman, products of limited quantity, and don't deserve the hate. Meanwhile, normal buyers of PlayStation 5s are looking to introduce these, quote, valuable middlemen to a different kind of scalping. A police chase in Los Angeles lasted so long, law enforcement officers were forced to stop for gas during the chase. In related news, the LA police are happy to announce a record eight hours without beating up innocent teens. A real estate agent in Sydney, Australia has been jailed after a Viagra-fueled samurai sword attack involving two women. Meanwhile, Burning Man organizers have just come up with a new idea. Reports have surfaced that twice-impeached, mushroom-dicked former President Donald Trump insulted Theresa May and Angela Merkel in front of French leader Emmanuel Macron. Noted rapist and alleged child molester Donald Trump shifted in his huggies to allegedly call them losers in front of the president. The spray-tanned obese six-times-bankrupted trust fund baby said it right there during the Bastille Day celebration. Welcome back to our listeners' favorite segment. It's the mailroom. To our millions of fans, if you have questions for Dave and I that you want to address, feel free to reach us. This is uh, your opportunity as listeners to send your questions to be answered on the air. You can reach us at email, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us pretty easily. Honestly, you guys, we know all of you. So just text us. Just text us. Send us your questions. Email us your questions. One guy figured out how to send us an audio message. It was pretty sweet. Thank you, Josh. 
Today, we're going to kick things off with a question from one of our favorite listeners, Steve Smithington. Steve asks, if you were perpetually surrounded by one aroma besides your natural smell, which you and everyone around you could smell, what would it be? So instantly your brain goes the best smells, right? And some of those are delightful smells, but smells you don't want to smell like, right? Sure. So I'm thinking bacon. I'm mm-hmm. thinking that weird, possibly artificial Jimmy John's bread shit when you walk mm-hmm. by a Jimmy John's that you smell. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking uh, some people like gasoline. I like smelling gasoline. I'm a wild guy. <laughs> Jack, I like smelling paint. <laughs> Do you ever Dude. smell paint? <laughs> I love smelling ready whip. Some, sometimes I smell Sharpies. I just, I sniff Sharpies. <laughs> I don't know why don't, that's So my brain feels a little funny. <laughs> the scent makes me feel so good. Thanks for smelling amazing, Sharpies. <laughs> it's actually, that is a fun twist on this. Be like, I want to smell like Sharpies and people just get high around you. Stone of the bone. <laughs> Constantly. Can I tell you, I think I have what could be the worst, but in practice is probably very effective. I Hit want. Me. I want my smell to be everyone else's smell of their own farts. Ooh. So they'd be like, yo, this guy smells like shit, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little fondness. Um, that'd be, that'd be one of those public things where like, oh my God, does any smell? And then like, like behind the scenes, like dear diary today, I smelled the greatest smell in my entire life. But that sort of be ever to be like, yo, have you guys ever noticed that Jack, always smells like shit but it fucking rocks right like yeah. it's the best right yeah, yeah. <laughs> just imagine so, you at a concert you just smelled like shit who farted? <laughs> like i think it was me i think like, it was me yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one um i mean otherwise like the the uh, Jack, you know I'm a streamer. I'm a big time streamer. I got 46 followers. Yep. So I'm in, I'm in on the lingo. I'm in on the culture, and a big big part of the culture is simp's. You know, I got a yeah. couple simp's. They would be like, "Oh, you should smell like cologne. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one you should." No, 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 no. It's other people's farts or sharpies. <laughs> there are two answers here. There are two for the for the sophisticated here. galaxy brains out there. There are two answers, and it's those. Our next question comes from esteemed literary scholar John Barron. If you had to give up all technology, smartphones, tablets, computers, iPads, TVs, or alcohol for the rest of your life, which one would you live without? Probably alcohol. It's pretty easy. I love alcohol. Don't get me wrong. No, I don't really love alcohol. I love beer. I think beer is – beer and, like, mead and wine, like, any, like, simple beverage. I mean, honestly, all alcohol. But I love it for the reason of, like, it is a – such a human thing. Like, it is Fun such thing a human friends. thing. Yeah, it's very to, social. Right. Well, that, but I mean, like, historically, right? Like, sure. the, you know, it, it – was we found ways discovery to, yeah. and then it became an essential part of life when there was like no 
you know, water that was not botulent, so we would drink ale instead. Like, it is such a human thing, and I think that would be the most saddening thing of giving it up. Uh, to me is that I just love that we've been drinking this thing for millennia and it's just like a very unique you know I'm sure if there's aliens out there I'm sure they discovered some f way to ferment things as well but like it just feels like a very one of those things that separates us from most other I know there's some monkeys that'll like bury oranges in the ground and then eat the, <laughs> the fermented fruit and get toasted but yeah I think it'll be the hardest part <laughs> nonetheless like my body would thank me and I would drink a lot more tea. <laughs> so <laughs> probably that one. So to be clear, you are abandoning our heritage and our past and some of the foundations of our culture for your iPad. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm and candidly don't even use my iPad that much. Pretty rare, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm with you. I think I get rid of that. I'm a lot healthier. and That's why. That's what it, 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 if if I could get rid of the iPad and have a significant increase in my life expectancy, then I would toss the iPad. <laughs> like, I'm willing to sacrifice. I, I want to go from 63 to 68 by yeah. ditching the alcohol. It's going to be a good five years. I'll good still have years. a Roma pizza for lunch, a Jack's pizza for dinner, <laughs> and, so and be on my merry way. And you could argue, I could maybe I ferment that Jack's pizza. <laughs> can I can I do that? Whoopsie daisies. I guess I mean I don't want it to go to waste. Yeah. I can't have alcohol. Yeah. Our next question comes from listener Katie Roberts. Katie asks If you were a dictator of a small country. What crazy dictator things would you do? I think there's a couple phases to this. Sure. Because I think initially you're you're playing some I don't know, is it Jay Z, all that power in in your in your head. Probably. Uh and you're you're partying, man. You're partying, you're having fun. Uh I want to make it clear that I think I would be a very nice dictator. I would try and support the people. And I would also, uh, if, I, if we were in quarantine, I would have the fucking cables for the internet directly plugged into my video games. I wouldn't fuck around with that. I want, I want the goddamn internet. I want Comcast. I want Xfinity. Yeah. You want to be the ISP. I, Dave I want, yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone gets from take me. it over the world. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe I uh, you know I could start my own uh, brewery and or my my friends down the road have already started one and it works great. So I'll just use their brewery. <laughs> oh, here's the Elon Musk style, yeah. What's the Elon Musk style? You just make everyone else innovate for you and then you just buy their company. Oh, no, well, I was just thinking they could keep their company, but they just, it's mine. <laughs> it's <laughs> it mine is, now. It's mine now. <laughs> uh, I want to try beer that, you know, different exotic flavors, whatever. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think what I would go for, I would try and be the, I would really just try my absolute best at ensuring that, like, I am the best possible world leader that I can be domestically and then globally like i will do everything in my power to ensure that i am doing everything right 
And then once a year, there will be a holiday for everyone to do something absurd, like giant effigies of me, like just oh, insanely yeah. like our leader day. But everyone's like super into it because they know it's kind of funny is why they do it. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny and that's why everyone enjoys it. But to the rest of the world, it seems like I'm this like Pol Pot tyrant that like makes his people because like they're not getting the news of the everyday, right? And it's got to no, be an obscure no, no, no. country, right? It can't be like, oh, the new president is really chill 364 days out of the year, but that one day a year he's not so cool because like American politics are way too in the mainstream. I would absolutely need to be the president or, you know, leader of some very obscure small country that like we were crushing it, but like no one knows about it because we're so small and no one gives a shit. So the only thing that makes the news is National Dictator Day. And it's just a fucking rager, and everyone's having a good time. But for the rest of the world, they're like, yo, this is really fucked up. But we all know it's actually fun as hell. It's like smelling your own farts. Oh, this is uh, Djibouti. You want to be the dictator yes. of Djibouti. First of all, like, I already want to be the dictator of Djibouti. Funny joke. Right? Yes, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. I remember <laughs> in, in high school ge- or, uh, geography when we were learning <laughs> countries, and someone brought up Djibouti, and we were all like, Someone's going to say something, right? Yeah. Someone yeah. has to say something. <laughs> uh, that is one. You could use it as a pickup line in a bar. Like, I am the leader of Djibouti. It yeah. wouldn't work. And if I was the it... actual dictator of Djibouti, you back it up. If they get mad, yeah. you're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. So, that would be the, the whole deed. thing. It would Here's not the... work. It would not work as a pickup line. And then, yeah, then you could be like, but wait, no, I just meant that literally. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I have the deed to Djibouti. she's like well i I guess you do i actually have divine rule i didn't realize that was the thing okay divine rule over djibouti god wanted me to rule djibouti god sent me to djibouti and i will fulfill djibouti's destiny and i i picked up that djibouti call i'll tell you what Now it's time for one of our favorite segments. Jack, it is Idioms with Idiots, the segment where we take popular, oft-used idioms and let you know their origins, their makeup, and why they mean what they mean. This week's idiom is scot-free. Yeah, I actually know a lot about this one. Enlighten us, please. Yeah, so um, this is actually one that traces back to biblical times. Um, It's a fairly simple idiom. Um, Basically, uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was perusing for uh, apostles, disciples. He was trying to fill his his gang of 13. Uh, Everyone knows there were supposed to be 13 disciples. Um, At first, he was, you know, going for people, trying to reel them in. He's like, hey, this is great. Kingdom of heaven, all this wonderful stuff. And he got these 13 guys, you know, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, you know, all the hits. And uh, Scott, Scott, number 13. (laughs) Good old number 13, Scott. Uh, And uh, unfortunately, when he got to the whole give up all your possessions and come with me part, Scott wasn't feeling it. Um, he, he couldn't, couldn't quite give it. He had a very, uh, lucrative, uh, trading card business at the time. Uh, it was a very, uh, 
popular form of, of teaching cuneiform and uh, hieroglyphics to children. Um, mm. And unfortunately uh, for Scott, it was, uh, it was tough for him to give up that business, which led to a lot of the kind of very anti-capitalist themes of the Bible. The whole, you, you know, the camel has a better chance of passing through uh, the, the eye of a needle than a rich man getting into heaven. Really Scott's fault. And I think that's what, it, what drove a lot of the inherent sort of um, resentment towards Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I think the reason why um, we hold on to this phrase, Scott Free, is because um, so many of the other disciples held on to that resentment and looked back on Scott as, as getting off for free when they felt that he really should have been punished. Uh, and I, I think, you know, modern day, it's, it's, if I'm understanding correctly, kind of an idyllic utopia, idyllic utopia is one without Scots. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it's, that's what it is. I've, I've got friends and family, both named Scott, but, uh, for the good of, sorry, of the I'm world. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, one, one of them submitted a question to this very podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and the other one that 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 one scott is off the hook here and, and i so. officiated the other one's wedding <laughs> there are exceptions so, to these rules so, the exceptions so those prove two get the rule scott free but <laughs> yeah. the, the other scots the other scots you yeah we bastard scots it's funny you use that accent. That was my understanding was that it was actually a, an English saying when William Wallace was trying to overthrow the British government for totally unjust reasons of yes. not wanting British lords to sleep with uh, newlyweds. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. <laughs> Scotland. Uh, so the British would say, we want a scot-free land, basically trying to annex Scotland you know, way, way out, uh, out into the highlands, which is, of course, where they ended up. So a lot of uh, historical importance. Uh, uh, n- not maybe the most popular phrase in Scotland. Uh, Scotland, unfortunately, hasn't been able to remain scot-free. Rat bastards. <laughs> and that was Idioms with Idiots. Uh, that's it, right? <laughs> well, that'll just about do it for us. That is everything you need to know. This week on Earth. I'm Jack. And I'm David. I am the King of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>